feeling in touch with your religious side? Wanting to rid yourself of sin? It's your lucky day because God is a trans woman, woman. Sasha Sidek. And Jesus is non-binary, binary, binary. Jacob Gamble. Join us on Queering the Air every Sunday from 3 to 4 p.m. Queer and trans, arts, politics, pop culture, and everything in between. Only on Tracy R Community Radio. Come worship at the altar of your queerness desires. Welcome to Queering the Air on 3CR Radical Radio. You're joined by myself, Jacob Gamble. It's my very last show today, which is kind of devastating um, on Queering the Air for the next little while. But just starting off, as we always are, acknowledging today we're broadcasting on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations and extending that respect to elders past and present and just acknowledging that sovereignty was never ceded and a treaty was never signed and that this always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Now, today on the show, as I said before, it's my kind of last one for the next six months or so. So I thought we could do a grand kind of music show, a celebration of NAM's incredible local queer, trans, LGBT plus talent. And I'm so lucky to be joined in the studio by two of the above, Umbra Moon and Remy Andre. Welcome. Hello. Thanks for having us. It's such a pleasure. Thanks for coming in. Um, Umbra, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. I'm I'm. <laughs> We're, we're going good. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, I know you two had a gig last weekend together. Super exciting. How did it go? Oh, my God. It was, like, literally a dream. And, yeah, it was amazing because um, I had just released two singles and I was like, okay, <laughs> this, is, this is a single launch. And I always, forever, Remy will always be the, my number one support. Aww. So I was like... Remy has to play. And Remy brought the vibe, I'm telling you. Like, it was unreal. And we were, like, crazy. Like, we were not expecting the amount of people that were coming to come. How many mm. ended up coming? Like, 200 people. <sighs> Which is 200. crazy. We were like, wow, we know how to fill a room. Hey, <laughs> local celebrities here. <laughs> wow. And, Umber, for those listeners who might not be familiar with your music, tell us a little bit about you as an artist. So, I am originally a violinist. Oh. Yeah, crazy. I didn't know this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was playing violin since I was three. And um, over time, I actually was very heavily inspired by Remy because Remy and I have been mm. friends since we were like four. So <laughs> so very heavily inspired by Remy because Remy was always, always an amazing singer. Mm. And um, we used to make music when we were like... 11. With the garage band loop. Garage, yeah, literally. <laughs> I would I, pay to hear this. No, they're, they're actually somewhere. They are there somewhere. We'll be bringing them out yeah. later on. <laughs> For sure. But um, yeah, it was, Remy and I always used to make um, music in a in garage band. And then I was mm. like starting to write more music as I went into my teens. Because like, you know, teen life. <laughs> teen life is hectic so I would always write music about being like in my teens then obviously I came out when I was like 16 mm. um, and then recently coming out as non-binary as well which was like also mm. wild so there's like so been so many things for me to write about um, but yeah it's very like heavily relationship based and like being gay being queer and just like living my life mm. <laughs> that's what it's all about isn't it <laughs> yeah uh, and your one of your tracks, Only You in the End. By the way, I've had it on repeat for like a month now. Just oh, like, really? I love that. Yeah, I can get really manic sometimes and I feel like it, it kind of matched my energy perfectly. Like, <laughs> only you in the end, you know, like just loving yourself. And yeah. I don't know. Tell us a bit more about that track. What inspired you to write it? So originally I actually wrote it um, about an ex-relationship, but then it kind of turned into like, you know what? 
you've only got you in the end. I know mm. that's really morbid, but it's like true. You're the only te- um, permanent person in your life. Mm-hmm. So you got to love yourself. And it's like an empowering song. It's like, no, you don't need anyone else because you got you. Mm. And you are good enough for yourself. You as in the letter U, not Y O U. Yeah, the letter U. <laughs> I was trying to be, I don't <laughs> I actually, I actually wanted to change the name and then I realised that the cover art said only you in the end. And I was like, oh my God, I can't change it now. <laughs> <laughs> We're stuck with this now. <laughs> Literally. Oh well. No, it's a great track. What's what's your favourite line from it, do you think? Um, I love, because baby, you don't smile like you did when you were mine. <gasps> Oh, that one hits. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I remember writing that. I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> one one moment. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think your ex like listens to it and they're like, oh, God, I, I missed out there. Like, what talent, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I feel like it would be really weird to listen because I wrote that song a really long time ago. Mm. So listening back, um, when I was younger... I used to, like, write music and, like, post it on my Instagram as kind of like a, this song's about you, I hope you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) And so, (laughs) looking back now, I feel like it'd be a bit weird to listen and be like, oh, my God, that song's totally about me. But our relationship was, like, seven years ago. (laughs) Wow. So it's kind of like, yeah. okay. You're really digging into the archives there for for content. Yeah, well, I feel like because I only started producing two years ago, I was, Mm. there were these songs that I really connected with um and i really wanted to produce those ones specifically mm. and so now that i've i've written a whole bunch of new content that i'll be releasing next year crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so um all all the stuff that i'm releasing this year is kind of like past mm, mm. past tense of my life a past era and the next year will be like this is my current era this is me now <laughs> yes because i'm kind of like you know getting everything out of the way i'm like go away like i've written wrote these songs ages ago and everyone has heard them but i want them to hear them properly Mm. and then i can continue on with like the current Mm -hmm. current version of me and romy is that something that resonates with you that idea of posting something online for a particular person to see it um let me just be an agent of chaos in this right now um okay so posting someone something online like for someone to see it okay look i'm i feel like when it comes to like creative artistic stuff 100 percent yes like go for it because like that's like your outlet and like if you if you need to let it out but like when it's like little petty things i'm just like just tell them like yeah you know what i mean mm. but yeah no i kind of love that <laughs> no that's like uh, i feel like it's just a classic lesbian thing like, sorry. <laughs> sorry lesbians it is, it is. I'm here with you. Trust me. I'm sorry for fulfilling this stereotype. (laughs) (laughs) No, we love to see it. And did you want to introduce only you in the end? Okay. Well, I had to do this last time. (laughs) I was like, how do I do this? Okay. Hello, everyone. My name is Umber Moon, and this is only you in the end. You were lost. City right next to me. In your car We could drive all night Finding who we are Or each other's lips Don't take me
everyone else is temporary. Three CR, Queen the Air, uh, joined by myself, Jacob, and two wonderful guests. Remy Andre and Umber Moon. And that one was called Only You in the End. Um, one of the latest tracks from Umbra. How'd that feel hearing that on the live airwaves? It's like really crazy hearing us stuff on the radio. I like don't think I'll ever be able to get used to that, honestly. Because mm. everything happened so fast. It was like I was re- I released that song in March. And then mm. my second song... When was that? (laughs) Literally last month. Yeah, Yeah. like three weeks ago. Mm. And I was just like, everything just happened so fast. And then I had my show and it's just bang, bang, bang. Mm. Everything's Mm. happening. It's pretty wild. Yeah. Heckers. I feel like hearing your song would be better than, like when I hear my own voice on radio, I'm like, oh, like (laughs) gross. Like, why is anyone listening to that? But I feel like your own song, you're like, I've worked hard on this. You know, I I like it enough to release it to the world. Yeah, well, I have actually worked... I have redone that song, like, four times. Mm. So that was the first song I ever produced myself. And I remember sending it in because I I did a music production course and I sent it in to one of my favourite lecturers. And he was like, Umbra, don't release that yet. And I was like, (laughs) oh. I was like, that is a confidence kill. But I'm so glad I listened to him because... Mm. Now it's at that level and I feel proud. Yeah. I can share that with the world. We need a bit of honest feedback sometimes, don't we? Of course. I actually really appreciate honest feedback. I love when people tell me I'm not (laughs) Not giving. (laughs) When I'm not giving, yeah. (laughs) And we need people to tell me that because I just like too many people are like, Oh my god, no, you're so good. It's Mm. like, no, tell me, tell me what you really think. (laughs) Yeah. Tell us what you really think. And Remy, you've just, well, you're about to release a new track, Blind in Love. How many versions did you have to go through? So many. Um, This this one in particular, it's like funny that you asked because like we we literally had to go through so many. And this was like my first song that I actually wrote with another person. So Mm. I wrote this with my my friend Sebastian. And we, you know, like already in the music production like world, um, there's like so many things you have to go through because you have to like write the song, then you have to like do a demo of it. You have to put it together produce it, then get it mixed and then get it mastered. So that's like already like five different versions already. And then you go back and forth on the mix um, a lot. And then I end up getting it mixed and then I hated the mix. So I just got it remixed. So it was just like so many. This song has been through 50 million eras. Wow. (laughs) And and people don't realise how much like free labour you have to put in just to get to the end product, right? Yeah, 100%. And also like money as well, like the reality mm. of it. Like... um, and, and it's that kind of like time time versus money dichotomy because you're either like, do I have enough time to learn all of the skills to do this so that it like can sit like in a radio show next to like all the other songs that are produced professionally and sound really good mm. um, or you're going to pay someone that is professional to do it. So it's that kind of toss up. Absolutely. And you've been doing music for a little while now. Tell us a bit about your creative journey because i know you started off doing law didn't you <laughs> sort of yeah so okay so like same vibe with umbra like we grew up together we went to the same violin teacher so i've mm. been playing violin and music's always been like a part of my life um but then like yeah kind of my family we were originally from melbourne we moved to wa and then like when we were there uh, when i was there it was like struggling kind of to like find like extracurricular activities because i was in such a small town that could like you know, help me do that. So I kind of turned to um, music production and like making, like making music myself. And so I just kind of like taught myself how to do it. And then in terms of like what I was choosing to do, I think that like at the end of high school, I had like a little bit of a freak out and I like, w- <laughs> like went into like studying international relations at RMIT. Oh um, and then after a year I was like, oh, I'm just going to like, if I, I'm going to like audition for VCA, but I just like mm. didn't think that I was going to get in because I hadn't played violin for like, like properly for like since I was 17. And like, um, I just didn't have like any super, super incredibly tangible music like skills. Like I was okay at everything vibe, but not like incredible at one thing. So I was like, if I get in, then I like will consider it. And I just didn't think that I was going to get in. And then I literally got in and I was like, oh, maybe I should switch then. So then I switched out of the course. Mm. And what song did you audition with? I actually auditioned with Mysterious. (laughs) (gasps) That was one of the songs. Yeah, that was like one of the songs that like, it was like one of the first songs that I ever like really worked really hard on Mm. um, to like do myself. 
Um, so yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. And Blind in Love, tell us what was that uh, the inspiration behind that one? Uh, um, so Blind in Love is just like honestly, like it's kind of born out of anger. Anger. And if anyone knows me, or like not anger, maybe more like frustration. If anyone knows me, like I'm not. Like, I, the only person I get angry with is my brother. Shout out, Milan. Um, <laughs> um, can be really annoying, but love him. Um, <laughs> there's always two sides. Yeah, but, like, no, but, like, I don't really get angry at people, but, like, there's just been, like, a situation, like, with someone that I knew that, like, over and over again was just, like, creating issues and drama, and I just didn't think this person was, like, adding value, and I also didn't feel like I wanted to, like, have the like expel the emotional capacity to like fix that situation like mm-hmm. because it would take so much and so I just felt like writing that in a song would be really good and working with Seb was awesome because I also had never like done anything with like guitars so this song is like pop punk kind of like Olivia Rodrigo vibes and I kind of never thought that like I would be able to like fit into that vibe of like that angsty pop vibe, mm. but he like really helped me like get that out and get into it. So I don't like, I think it sounds pretty natural, but like for me, it didn't feel super natural, like creating the song. Cause it wasn't the genre that I was used to. Mm. It's kind of giving like Kid Leroy. Yeah. A little bit. Okay. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Mm. And we're going to give it a listen now. Amazing. Aren't we? This is, um, oh, you, you should introduce okay, it. Sure. It's your song. Um, this is Vland in Love. Blind in love with everyone Blind in Love by Remy Andre, and I believe that's the very first time that's been played. Yeah, 100%. Like, literally, like, barely anyone has heard the final version, and that is, like, the first time that it's ever been played, so it's kind of crazy. Wow, I feel so blessed <laughs> to be in this room right now. <laughs> no, it is my honour. Yeah, and you, you made a, a music video as well. Yes. So... First of all, I should ask, when's the release date? And second yes. of all, when can we expect the music video? Good questions. Um, so I reckon I'm going to release them both on the same day, 21st of July. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, this has been... we. I filmed that music video in February 2022. Um, so it's been over a year, like, since mm. we, like, filmed it. Um, and it's just, like, I am so glad that I can finally release it. 
Like, mm. I was so worried for a sec that I wasn't even going to be able to. And then, like, now I was just like, no, like, we worked so hard on it. I had, like, all my friends show up. Like, it was the funnest experience and it turned out so good. So, I'm so excited for people to see it. I have seen a little glimpse, I yes. will say. And I was I was very impressed. <laughs> <laughs> and Umbro, are you, are we thinking about an album or any other new tracks coming up in the future? Well... Um, I am releasing my next single on the 26th of July. Um, and that one's called For Me. And that's actually a more current song. I actually wrote that one last year. Mm. And I only, like, finished producing it probably, like, at the start of this year. Um, and I am also releasing temporary healing music video, like, very soon. Mm. I wish I had a date. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't have a date, but it's going to be soon, like in the next two weeks. Mm. Can you give us a bit of a, a preview about what we can expect from a temporary healing music video? So temporary healing is a very, it doesn't really tell a story. It's more of like an emotional journey. It like talks about the demons that you sort of fight within yourself mm. um, when you're sort of in a toxic relationship and you're like, you know that it's temporary, but you don't want it to be temporary. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like playing on this m- A lot of my songs are playing on this idea That everyone everyone is, else is temporary Except for you That w- And my whole idea was to be like serve yourself Like you're serving yourself in this world So um, Yeah temporary healing Is very much a It's like a dark it's, it's a very cinematic song Like there's strings and piano And it's like very ballad Like massive Um and yeah, it's kind of like takes us on this journey of like, I'm kind of like stuck in my own world, sort of. And there's all these people around me that can't really get in. It's like, it's quite dark, but it's a pretty cool music. It's actually a really cool music video. Mm. Um, and I, I did that. I filmed that probably a year ago yeah. as well. And I've changed a lot since then. <laughs> But, like, also people don't realise how, like, long this takes when you're, like, independent as well. Yeah. Like, sourcing, like, the money, mm. like, to even do anything. Like, and I'm, like, like, we're lucky that we have connections with, like, young creatives that are around our age in the same, like, communities as us that they will do a lot of, like, st- things for us to help their folio. So it will be cheaper. But, like, mm. but, like, it takes so long when you do not have, like, any resources, like a team, anyone behind you, and it's just you doing everything. Oh, absolutely. It's yeah. yeah. It's, like, it, it is a full-time job. It's like people don't realise how much time it takes to actually get to a certain point. Like people, I've been making music forever and people are always like, when are you going to release? And it's like, I literally, like, <laughs> trust me, trust us, like. trust us, I'm working on something. Like I have probably five or six songs that are now ready mm. to go, but it's taken me like three years to get there. Mm. So a lot of the music that I'm releasing is actually stuff that's really old but I've been holding on to it for a long time because you need to wait till you're at a certain point where you're like ready to go. Mm. You got to be at that point. It takes a long time, but it's worth it. Yeah, it is really worth it. It absolutely is, and it's been so worth it having both of you in the studio here with us. Just quickly, where can we follow you if we want to hear more? Um, so my Instagram is Remy Andre, R-E-M-Y-O-N-D-R-E-Y, um, and all of the links like Spotify and everything is on there. Amazing. <laughs> My Instagram is just Umbra Moon, so U M B R A and then Moon. Um, and yeah, you can find I've got my little link in my bio. You can stream all my songs and um, yeah, I've got like a few pics from the headline show, which were really fun. Yeah. A few shredding on the violin, oh. which is crazy. <laughs> Dubstep violin. What a talent. <laughs> Gorgeous. So well, thank you both so much for coming in. Thank you. Thanks so much for having yeah, us. Yeah, pleasure. And we're going to finish up with Temporary Healing by Umbra Moon. Slay. I don't know if you realize that it's dark outside. What are you trying to prove? My darling baby Supportive words are Falls to feed her up
your pick But when it gets dark That's when it gets bad I'm telling you it's World War III Inside of my head But when you come close That's when it goes away Don't want to be temporary
Take a look at those neon lights They're telling us that we are sparks of light Cause here you're safe from all the fuzz of life Just wait till it's midnight, midnight, midnight Welcome to That one was Haven by Remy Andre, who just graced our studios just now. If you're tuning in, you're listening to 3CR, Queering the Air with myself, Jacob. Um, We're doing a bit of a music special, a bit of a a music extravaganza, if you will, uh, where we're speaking to some of Nam's finest queer and trans LGBT plus local talent. Uh, And I'm joined in the studio by another local talent, the gem of Nam, Samuel Gaskin, <laughs> welcome. Yes, I love queer music, it's Stravaganza. <laughs> and I'm so happy that I could be here to be a part of it. And blessed we are to have you. And we've also got Sasha, who's joining us here. <laughs> World famous. <laughs> World fa- she knows how to make an accent, that one. <laughs> um, now, Samuel, you are so talented, and you have oh. your hands in many different things. Yeah. For people who may not have heard of you, tell us a bit about you and what you do. Oh, gosh. Um, well, thank you, first and foremost, um, for thinking I'm so talented. I honestly, I just call myself a creator and a change agent these days because I feel like those two words encapsulate everything that I do. Mm. Um, and I don't have to say slash so many times. Mm. But yeah, I, I'm a singer-songwriter. I run a a company called Beat Entertainment, which is a queer BIPOC-led and focused entertainment company, and we um, have a bit of a name for producing inter-Indigenous work, um, both music and theatre, and, um, yeah, working with artists on their their clips and their tours and that kind of thing. And we also can throw a pretty mean kiki, and um, auntie is, uh, yeah, our wee baby. Um, that we throw when we've got spare time. Mm, yeah. And what fun we had at Auntie oh, last time. <laughs> yeah. Tell us a bit about um, Auntie and, and the event, um, how it all came about. Well, Auntie was really uh, us wanting to do something for our communities um, to create space for queer people of colour to just come and be centred first and foremost, to be at the centre, um, but also to just be able to fucking dance and uh, have some cocktails and have a really good time um, and feel as safe as possible. Um, so we just wanted to create space, really. That's why Auntie was born. And then after the first one, we just saw why it's so important that we need to mm. keep um, making that space. And so that's what we're doing. Mm, and many more to come. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. And another thing that has caught my caught my eye, if you will, um, at the Midsummer, that yes. amazing performance that you pulled together, that tribute to Uncle Jack Charles and Auntie or oh, Mama, Mama Latoya. Latoya. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, Honor was um, a 30-minute production number we put together to close the Gertrude Street stage mm. for Vic Pride Midsummer, and um, it was honestly probably one of the most fulfilling moments I've ever had in my career, mm. um, and I've been really lucky to have a lot of those, but for me... Um, 
to be able to celebrate uh, our queer elders um, and really um, also showcase all the the fierce queer BIPOC talent we have in NAM. Um, just, yeah, it, it makes my heart so happy and it was received so beautifully by all of y'all who were in the audience. <laughs> like, oh it my was God, emotional the tears the were flowing. Yes. Oh my gosh, so that many That performance was mm. amazing. We thought like, yeah. how are we so lucky to watch it for free? Yeah. <laughs> it should be ticketed, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. I was, we, me and Radio who were there were like, yeah. why is this not on the main stage? Yeah, like, yeah. why are we on the Gertrude stage <laughs> watching this <laughs> prime A class? It like, was... Yeah. yeah, standout, stellar performance. Mm, like we couldn't you. fault it. Like ev- even the the costumes. Mm, Shout out all, to Johnny. That's all Johnny yeah. Hamilton. Mm-hmm. My boo, yeah. my Beyonce. <laughs> yes. Should I say fiance? Yes. I'm the Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all. That all that costuming is his genius. And I mean, uh, mm. also like. Shout out to the beautiful um, Beck Cohen at um, Vic Pride who mm. put us on in that slot. Mm. Um, and hey, main stage, I'm here for it. Next Shout year, out. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening, next year, 2024, main stage <laughs> for Samuel Gasly. We're manifesting it. We're manifesting it right now. Because I think right we are now. doing again with uh, the Pride. Oh, uh, yeah. Fest- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's already been confirmed. Then oh. We are doing a live show again next yeah. year. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm down. I'm oh, down. of course we're down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. And, well, and we've already got a guest right here. Yes. Well. <laughs> Look out. Look out. The contract's already signed. People. But how are you going to mm. top that though? Mm. <laughs> Do you know what? I I really feel like I've because you, you know what I'm like I think ahead mm. all the time it's just what I do naturally mm. but I've already thought about um how we would level it up yes. for the main stage uh-huh. and obviously like I've quadrupled the budget in my head too because we will need projection we will need screens mm. we will need aerial but um that's one of the funnest things that johnny and i get to do together is to just think about how we'll elevate what we're doing every mm-hmm. single time because mm-hmm. for me there's no point to it if um i'm the next time i get on stage it's not an elevation yeah. you know yeah. so look out look vicky out. p <laughs> we'll be keeping our eyes peeled <laughs> can't and wait now yeah yes. and not only did you wow audiences in nam with that performance mm. you also wowed audiences in eora sydney i hear at world pride yeah tell yes. us about that oh my gosh sydney opera house sydney opera house yeah that was a bucket list moment um so yeah i played uh, the black and deadly gala at the the main stage at the sydney opera house um on the most iconic lineup mm. like uh jessica malboy mm-hmm. electric fields mm. moju mm. L- mm. do you know what i mean like mm. all the queer black royalty yes were on that lineup and it was such a pinch me moment because obviously like the Opera House is on every artist's um, bucket list. But to be able to play the Opera House, like, um, not only on that lineup, but for World Pride, yeah. you know, and to be surrounded by, like, the cream of the crop in terms of, like, black queer excellence. black talent. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Stephen Oliver hosted it. Yes. Casey Donovan was mm. on the bill, too. Like, just, there was, like, just so much excellence around but like not just excellence talent wise just excellence vibe wise yes. um and yeah that's a different category right that, yeah. yeah not everyone has right absolutely it's a big deal it's sydney opera house bitch yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and i was there to witness oh, it yeah. oh my goodness I yeah s- sasha's got an eyewitness <laughs> honestly it was so beautiful because i was it just was. saying before yeah. um like i kind of was a bit frazzled when i had to get out to the carpet but the mm. first person i saw well the first thing that happened was i heard reckoning playing mm. Mm. Yes. as i walked out and i was like <laughs> whoa and then i looked up and the beautiful Miss Cat was yeah. DJing. Yeah. And then I looked and the first person I saw was Sasha. <laughs> yeah. um, and it was just such a beautiful moment. She's everywhere. She's everywhere. She is everywhere. <laughs> she didn't get world famous for no reason. Oh, Good. That was amazing experience. That was the first time I actually been inside Sydney Opera House too. So, mm. you know, to witness that and to be on the red carpet to witness... 
the black excellence. Mm. It was amazing for my first experience. And to reclaim that space right. as well, that's mm. traditionally been reserved. That's super yes. colonial space. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, what was that like? Um, oh, fuck. Oh, can I say that? Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was... Um, it just it makes all the tough times worth it, mm-hmm. you know. And I could like I feel myself getting a bit emotional when I say that because, like, uh, it's not like I just uh, got handed that gig, you know. Like I've been at at it for quite a while, mm-hmm. and at it when there wasn't space made for me, mm-hmm. you know. Like I was making music ten years ago. Um, but there wasn't space for I, me. I remember you telling me this uh, at the first auntie. You said like, I've never seen this before. That's why I create one. Yeah. Because I couldn't find any. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's really important to me. I just feel like I noticed a long time ago that if I wanted to be in the spaces I wanted to be in, like whether it was like auntie or like at a party or even in the rehearsal room that I wanted to be in, I was going to have to create that space myself. Mm. And I think I've only just got brave enough to do that in the last, you know, four years maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, because it is like a bit scary, but man, I'm so happy that that I made that decision. Yeah. Um, We're so happy. <laughs> We get to experience your space. Yeah. yeah, and I'm so grateful for your support. You mm. know, you're so supportive of anything that I'm doing. Yes. And I see that and I feel it really deeply and it doesn't go unnoticed at all. Thank you. Because essentially we're all creating that space of course. together. Right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And we'd love to play your track now. Would you like to introduce one of them <laughs> Sure. Which one are we playing? <laughs> I think I'm feeling a bit of reckoning. Yeah. Mm. All right. Ladies, gentlemen, and beautiful non-binary folk, you are about to feast your ears on Reckoning by Samuel Gaskin, featuring Paula and Pity.
was Reckoning by the one, the only, Samuel Gaskin and Piriam Paula. Thank you for that track. Oh my gosh, thank you for playing it. Yeah, I just, I felt so emotional hearing you perform mm. at Midsummer, and mm. I could feel that same energy coming through just hearing your music. In the studio. Mm. In the okay, studio. wipe your tears, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when I make people cry. It's, like, it's my secret weapon. But I also make myself cry a lot too. So that's, yeah. Hey, I'm here for it. You mm. did make me cry um, at the other performance at the theatre thing in the outdoor. Oh, Reckoning. Where, yeah. At the Malt House. And you had all your families on the... Um, on the screen. Yeah. Like, bitch, you made me cry. Yes. <laughs> I wasn't the only one. Everybody, like, is like, quiet. People around me were so quiet and I can see tissues, like, yeah. Oh. Yeah, that was so beautiful, though, that oh, you had your family you. in there. Yeah. 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 Tell us a little bit more about that track, Reckoning. It came out a couple of years ago now. Yeah, yeah. So, like, Reckoning really began as, like, um, it, me being interested in seeing what would happen if you took uh, singer-songwriters from Aotearoa, um, New Zealand, and Indigenous singer-songwriters, mind you, mm. and um, so-called Australia, and put them into a room with a sound healer and a pop music producer. Mm. Um, and it was a, a crazy idea the ancestors gave me when I was back home in New Zealand um, performing at a festival there with Yothi Indi and the Treaty Project, um, a song I'd written with them. I just saw the power of having Indigenous mob together um, and I wanted to do something around that. So I um, self-funded a couple of sessions and the two songs that came from them were uh, Reckoning first and then Rain. Mm. Um, and then as the story goes, Reckoning turned into a one-hour theatre show and was the ancestors were like, no, no, it's not just one song. You better make a whole show. Yeah. You need to do this, this and this. <laughs> uh, and yeah, thankfully we were in the midst of a pandemic and my whole schedule had been wiped for the mm. year. So I had the energy and time to put into that. Mm. And I just feel like that, that seed that I planted... Um, you know, in the middle of lockdown has now like sprouted into this beautiful thing that's keeping me very busy and I think will keep me very busy for the rest of my life. 
Mm, and seeds that have been planted and we're all, I'm trying to extend this metaphor here, yeah. reaping the fruits oh, of your labor, the yeah, sweet fruits yeah. and yes. the sweet connections. Yeah, and hopefully that encourages y'all to keep um, planting more seeds yeah. and <laughs> everybody to be eating your fruits. Us too. <laughs> my fruits are well received. <laughs> you better eat my fruit, bitch. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, it's been such a pleasure. I wish we could chat more, but we are running out of time. So we're going to have to end it there. But tell us, where can we find you? Uh, Well, we're about to head on a national tour. So if you find me on the gram, it's just at Samuel Gascon Music. I've got one of those fancy link tree things and you can click on there. And yeah, we're all over the place from Darwin Festival to Darlinghurst Theatre to a bunch of dates here in Victoria too. So they'll be going up on the the gram this week. She's national. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's gone national, She's big now. <laughs> Follow me. <laughs> International star. Well, I'm glad we, we had her now before, you know, uh, she gets so Honestly. busy. Uh, sorry, babes. I can't come I in. I would never be too busy for you two. I <laughs> promise you, as Beyonce-like as I get, I will come <laughs> in. I won't call in. I will come in when Yay! I'm in Melbourne. And I will come hang out with you because I love hanging out with you anyway. Oh, thank mm. you. Thank you. And thank you thank for you. the amazing parties that you thrown. Yeah. Um, amazing amazing parties you're so welcome and everybody who's listening if you don't know what the auntie is get into the gram and then you know the next party will be coming soon Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we're working on it yes Mm. you'll be there if you're lucky (laughs) (laughs) invite only now it's too big (laughs) well thank you for your fruits Thank you for your seeds. Thank you. And did you want to take us out, um, introduce us to the rain? Absolutely. This is Samuel Gaskin with the beautiful Jacob and Sasha. And you are about to feast your ears on rain by Samuel Gaskin and the Marindas. Enjoy. Find a way, find a way to discover There's nothing wrong Find a way, find a way to recover Was there all along Fire We
That one was Rain by Samuel Gaskin and the Marindas. Um, Sam just joined us in the studio here. And we're coming now to the last minutes of the show. Um, you've been tuning into Queering the Air if you're just joining us now. We've done an amazing music special hearing from a number of local artists. And I've got one more for you. This is Lion, and they couldn't come in today, um, but they've left us a very special message. So take a look. Hi, everyone. I'm Lion, and I'm so excited for Not Your Fetish to be played on Queering the Air on 3CR. This is my debut single, and it was written by myself, Benedict, an amazing artist friend of mine, and Amy, another friend that I dearly love. And this song is an empowerment anthem. It's a song about owning your identity and embracing all parts of you unapologetically. I know, you know, so many people who are part of minority groups or marginalized communities have their stories written for them by the, the dominant culture. And, you know, we have our words twisted and manipulated and um, perceptions of us twisted too, which is so messed up. And that is something I wanted to attack head on with the song. So... The song is about reclaiming your power, reclaiming any power that feels like it's been lost by, you know, people perceiving you in a way that is untrue. Um, so, yeah, own your story, write your own narrative. We will never be reduced to a fetish. Um, yep, yeah, you can stream the song on all streaming platforms now. You can follow me on Instagram at This Is Lion Official, Facebook, This Is Lion, Twitter, This Is Lion OF. Um, yeah, thank you so much, Querying the Air, for playing this. Let's do it. F-E-T, I shut you down. Pull up and take the crown. F-E-T, I shut you down. Don't touch what you can't afford. Don't touch what you can't afford. I'm calculated, but I'm so complex. Want it formulated like I'm an object. Got a taste of your freak obsession. I'll never be your position. Stop getting up in my face. I am not your fetish. I am not your fetish. You can look at me, don't touch. You can look at me, don't touch. I am not your fetish. I am not your fetish. Not Your Fetish by Lion. <laughs> um, then they left us a lovely pre-recorded message introducing the song. So as they said, you can follow them at Instagram, Lion Official, I believe. Let me just double check. 
and we've got Padam Padam playing in the back. Um, so this is line official is the handle. Uh, look, that brings us to the end of my final show today, which is a bit devastating. But please keep in touch with Queering the Air. You can follow us on Instagram, Queering the Air 3CR, Sasha, and we've got a few newbies and uh, presenters who will be taking on the reins. Um, so stay tuned for more amazing, independent, radical, queer content um, relating to Nam and Australia. And up next, we've got the lovely Mirna, who will be presenting Salam Radio Show. We'll be bringing you out with this final track. Um, this one is called Tea for Tea by Bobby Sanchez. Gender bender, I'm a transgender woman, so strong, make you start sweating. 